Hi, John here. It's a rainy Sunday here in Northern California, January 22nd, 2017. I'm excited to share episode 001 of the Tramcast with you. But first, there's something I thought it was important to address. When we recorded this episode over a week ago, we weren't looking forward into our calendar to see if there was anything coming before, on, or around the release date that we might want to mention. And wow, we really should have. Last Monday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Friday was Inauguration Day. Saturday saw a monumental gathering of women in cities all across the country raising awareness and marching for a variety of causes and issues. Today is National Sanctity of Life Sunday and the 44th anniversary of Roe versus Wade. And next weekend, hundreds of thousands of pro-life activists will descend upon Washington, D.C. for the March for Life. This is a huge week. And the episode you're about to listen to doesn't mention any of it. And in view of so many important and heavy things, the stuff we discuss may even seem downright trite. We don't want this to be a show where we shy away from the heavy stuff. We don't want to avoid topics just because they're controversial or because we're scared to discuss them. That's not what happened here, and we plan to do a better job of looking ahead in the future. In the meantime, I really hope you enjoy this episode. We're trying to build a community here. It will be imperfect. Because this is a podcast and not our living room. And because we're living on this side of eternity. But with your help, we think we can build a reasonable facsimile. So here we go. Welcome to the Tramcast. Episode 001. Because this is not the Trum cast. This is Trum. I had a friend in college that used to call me Trums. No. Yeah. That's terrible. Tram is so... Okay, I, I will come out and say it. I know that this is still the intro, but I'm just going to say it. I don't like my full name. I really like... How dare you? I really like our last name. I really love my first name. I don't like them together. Put together. Put together. Unlike our marriage. Right. No, together, I think we're awesome. But the name. My names. But 
But, but you, you know why, and I'm going to explain it yeah. because not everybody knows why. They need to know. Both my names end in the sound O. Ooh. Ferial, mm-hmm. trammel. Mm-hmm. It's O. Yeah. So anyway, I digress. But hang on, hang on. There's a great thing about our name, even though it's trammel. I, this is what I love about our name. The prefix. The tram. The prefix. So uh, one guy in college called me Trum. And but mo- a lot of people t- called me Tram, and that started a thing where like just everything is named Tram. I'm like I got my Tram phone, and when I had an iPod, it was the Tram Pod, and <laughs> and I had my iPad as the Tram Pad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tram's a great prefix. Tram is a great prefix, hence the Tramcast. So here we are, episode zero zero one. What Te- are we doing? What are we doing? Technically, our second episode. Yeah, but th- the first episode. If you missed our first episode, you should though, go back and listen to it so you know what in the world we're doing. Yes, because we give our a little bit more detail there. We talk about goals. It's twenty minutes. Go so listen to here's it. Here's the elevator pitch: uh, married couple. We love Jesus. We're gonna talk about life, faith, culture, marriage. Our, yeah, marriage, all, all, all that good stuff. And we're gonna try and do it with uh, some humor and, if with any luck, some grace. With any luck. With any luck. Uh, All right. Yeah. So we're gonna get started. The first, the first. What's the first segment we're gonna do with you then? Well, we talked about it in our intro episode. We wanted to be able to do a segment where we talk about current events, somewhat news, news, interesting things, headlines. We don't have a name for it yet, but we'll get back to that later. Well, let's talk about what you want to call it. The haps. I do not like that. I want to call it the haps. What's the haps, Ferial? Oh, I don't like it. If you guys could see. How John just threw up his hands when he said the haps. Very middle-aged white guy, right? Yeah. The haps. So I don't like calling it the haps. So we're still working on a name for this segment, but we're each going to bring to the table one story or headline. Or interesting thing. Or whatever. interesting thing. And we're going to just briefly talk about it and let's see how it goes. So John? You want me to go first? I want you to go I first. I was hoping we could paper, scissors, rocks. I'll go first, I guess. Okay. Um... The subject of my news bites is um, is TV. That's the subject. Um, you watch a lot of that. I do not. Comparatively? Compared to me, you watch a lot of that. Compared to you, I watch a lot. Compared to your average bro, I don't watch very much. Well, we'll look at the numbers on that. Anyway, do you, so you watch some TV. We watch some TV. Do you prefer Netflix or Hulu? You're asking me. Yeah. Do you prefer Netflix or Hulu? That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Hulu's got more of the current stuff, but Netflix you can watch, you can binge watch. And honestly, I kind of hate that that's like a term now, binge watch. Let me tell you, autoplay is one of my favorite things in the world. This might as well happen. Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't have an appointment right now. Sure, let's watch another episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Go. Three more seconds, yeah. So I, it's really hard to choose, but I think if I had to you choose, to. I would probably pick Netflix. You'd pick Netflix? I think so. Do you ever miss watching live TV? For listener information, we don't have cable, so we don't have live TV. Do you ever miss watching live TV? No. Except for sometimes, like, sporting events or big speeches. The Food Network. You know... I do miss the Food Network, but I fear the Food Network. 
because it's easy to just oh my gosh lay there all day watching it i think it would be like a black hole for me i think if we had the food network again i wouldn't go to work i wouldn't do life we're increasingly learning with our apple tv which is a fantastic little toy um we're increasingly learning how to access the big speeches or the sporting events or things like that right so yes um, so, but here's here's the actual meat of what I want to talk about. Have you heard about uh, the new feature coming to Hulu? I haven't. You tell me everything about life, so it's good that you're telling me things. You remember that. So, starting <laughs> this summer, for <laughs> starting this summer for beta testers and opening in the fall to the general public, Hulu is gaining live TV to the platform. Wow. What does that mean? That's a bigger deal than your little wow just. Probably. That's that's huge. But what does that mean? For You're getting like all the network stations? So, so far they've got NBC, or no, they've got ABC and believe it or not, CBS inked into the deal. And they are confident that they will have uh, NBC by launch. They don't have NBC yet, but they're confident that they will by launch. Wow. That is a big deal. So does that, here's the most important question. Do the rates go up? Yeah, see, that the, they say it's going to cost uh, under $40. So competitors like DirecTV Now. I don't want to pay that. DirecTV Now and Sling TV. Or I think Sling we Box, pay whatever, $8 for our Hulu. For Hulu. Right. It's, it, it isn't, they, I haven't been able to figure this out from all the Can information. Can you opt out? Released, from all the information they've released on it, I don't know if users will have the option to just subscribe to Video On Demand, as they always have, or if this means that if you want to keep Hulu, the price is about to triple. And you said by when? When is this fall? It'll it'll hit the general public in the fall. There will be beta testers in the summer. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's so a good thing my favorite was Netflix because we're getting rid of Hulu. May, let me try and sell you. There's a couple of other features that come along with it. So you'll you'll get to keep the traditional video on demand, of course. You'll get the live TV. You'll get a cloud-based DVR platform. So if something is... You're I'm shaking my head. You're not impressed. Not at all. Okay. Uh, they'll also they're also gonna make it super personal. So there'll be like pop-ups that'll come onto your phone and say, "Your favorite sports team is live now." Yeah. No, I nope, don't care. Still not interested. No. You're not sold on this. Well, I would love to hear if other people are. I think that I would still do this because even at thirty-six dollars a month, if that's how much it ended up being, it's still way cheaper than cable but we don't have cable we don't pay for cable right they also they also say they might get the walking dead oh that's what this is about (laughs) they might i don't know they might so you'd pay another like you know 30 32 dollars for zombies they're awesome zombies yeah see i for those that might not know Burial does not watch The Walking Dead. John watches that sad and alone by himself. How do you feel about the zombies? We're, we're, that's that's no, not no, this I, segment. I, I want to know. This is, I, I planned this in, actually. This, I planned this sure in you my did. segment. How do you feel about the zombies? How do I feel about the zombies? Like, in general? Yeah. I think it's really fascinating that the zombies became such a cultural phenomenon, that people really took that and ran with it zombie survival kits and the works and but you don't watch the walking dead i don't watch the walking dead have you ever enjoyed a zombie themed entertainment yeah there have been a couple of movies now for others that may not know i am a total scaredy cat 
I don't watch even intense movies. Yeah, she won't watch a thriller. It doesn't have to be a scary yeah. movie, just a, a good thriller. Even Michael Jackson's thriller music video, like, <laughs> I nightmares. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't do zombies. But uh, I have seen a couple. You've made me watch you some liked, movies. You liked World War Z? I liked World War Z. Uh, I Am Legend, which is sort of a weird kind of take on the zombie movie. I did like I Am Legend. And you liked Warm Bodies, that uh, the romantic comedy. Yes, that one. And that one is just barely a zombie movie. So let's talk about it. Will you watch the new Netflix slash Drew Barrymore project? Did you just work a second part into your headline? Isn't that great? Aren't no. I, aren't I no. a genius? That no, is no, not I fair, said, buddy. I said my topic was TV. So how many little subtopics do you get? This, this is it. I want to know. Are you interested in the Drew Barrymore project? Tell me about it. Okay. It, it's called The Santa Clarita Diet. And is this a TV show? It's a, it's a Netflix show, so it's going to drop all in one day, 13 episodes you can binge watch. Yeah, that's still something new to me, that Netflix just releases like it all entire in shows in it's one amazing. day. It's amazing. So the um the the show is, the premise of the show is Drew Barrymore is a you know suburban mom in SoCal in yeah Santa Clarita and in the very first episode she dies of what cause it doesn't matter she dies okay her dead corpse has been reanimated and she's a how? zombie how she's a zombie I don't know how. I haven't seen the show yet. These are my questions, John. And you'll have you'll you'll find all this out in the first episode. So she comes back and she's just a normal person. It's a it's a twist on the zombie lore. Like she's not this uh, dumb zombie. She is, uh, she's just her normal self. So do people even know she died? Her husband. Nobody else. Nobody else. And but she has this crazy craving for human flesh. So she's a cannibal. And he's super supportive. <laughs> That's like sort of another twist. Who plays her husband? I, I've never heard of them before. Okay. So, but he he he's a super supportive kind of goofy dude, and he helps her kill bad guys so she can eat them. That sounds like a great show. So you think you'd be into this? Maybe. Yeah, I think I maybe would be. I like Drew Barrymore as a general rule. Yeah. So. Yeah, me too. She's I've one of my faves. I'd be interested. That is an, a really interesting uh, premise for a show. It's a it's a weird twist, a weird take on the zombie thing, huh? It's it's fun to see. I like zombie comedies. What's that one? The British one, oh, Shaun of uh, the Shaun Dead. Shaun of the Dead. That was great. <laughs> so anyway, enough with your topic because you cheated. No, I didn't cheat. Multi-layered topics. <laughs> cut you off because I do all the editing. Boom. All right. So for Ferial's topic, <laughs> mine is actually not as cool as yours. You have, I, I didn't prepare as much as you did. Really? I think that's just generally true. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. I over prepare. You just about really, everything. really do. So I read a news article this week and I'm slowly, as a side note, slowly starting to use the news app on my iPhone. That's a great little feature. It I is. Can't, I can't get it to stop giving me celebrity news, though. You can change what you're interested in. You can I, tweak that. I know. But once you go through, like, the putting in what you're interested in and the different publications you might like, it's worth it. I feel like the curated news is, it's nice. 
I, I like it. I don't really care who stepped out in a bikini this week. I, I I'm glad of that. All right. So article that I read this week from Time Magazine. Um, the title of the article, and I want to hear your reaction. You can fly to Europe for under $70. Lies. <laughs> no, not lies. What wizardry is this? Just this week, a it says in a Norwegian airline announced that $69 flights from the U.S. to Europe would become a reality in 2017. Like a regular reality or just like a, a contest? So this is what the article says. It says that um, they're putting out $69 flights from Los Angeles and San Francisco to Stockholm, Copenhagen, Bristol, England, and Edinburgh. As I said, $69.99. It's Edinburgh. Is it really? It is. I'm sorry that our no, if that's we ever have any British listeners, they will lambast you. I'm so glad you corrected me. I can't read British. That's Scotland, actually. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, well, might as well get all the, you know, fluff out now. So the, the thing is, is that the, well, first off, the airline is called Wow Air. Yeah, all caps. W-O-W. Wow. World of Warcraft Air. <laughs> you have to play. You have to that's dress up. Yeah, that's part of that's part of the, the they, they give you a really cheap... They have costume requirements. Right, but you have to pay to get your like pieces or cards or something. Each yeah. roll of the dice costs you $2. Oh, gosh. I've never... I don't even know what that means. There's like an 87-side dice or something like so that. So it's technically a flash sale. Okay. But the CEO of WoW Air says, I don't want to introduce this as a sale. It's really setting the stage for what is coming. So it sounds like they're going to have these continued flash sales. And in this particular instance, um, for now, those $69 flights to Europe are good for flights between January 15th and April 5th of this year. Round trip flights. You know, that's a good question. I don't want to say yes to that because I don't know. It would be, be funny. They're like, $69 to get to Iceland. Two thousand dollars to come back. That is, that's a good point. I would be interested to know. The article doesn't actually specify round trip, mm. but I will look into it. Hey. I've posted in the show notes. Appreciate it. Show notes. Show notes. Not show tunes. No jazz hands here. You already like threw your hands up in the air today. Yes, I am. So maybe we will get to go to Europe one day. I mean, with flight prices like that. You know, I, I'm not going to try and one-up you or anything, but I saw a competing airline doing a, 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 a $0 flash sale. What is that? They're making specific legs of flights from the United, from the West Coast to, um, to Europe um, free on their website, but you have to find them. Like you have to like, like they're they're Easter, they're Easter eggs. eggs. Yeah, you have to select a certain date at a certain time and find the flight. And there's only a limited number per country. That is cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah, Th I think that's brilliant marketing. And just kind of fun. Like imagine being the person who didn't know about the flash sale or about that. You know, you're thing. just planning you're just your planning your trip. You're your booking. Year, you backpack through Europe. Yeah, you've budgeted. You know, all this money for this flight. So you've got a free flight. Yeah. And it like you know proceed to check out zero dollars. What? What if what if you were like you just like ah give it a shot. You go over to the website and you just put in a couple of random dates and suddenly you've got this ticket to Europe for zero dollars. Would you'd be like, uh, 
I guess I'm going on vacation now. Yeah, hopefully you've got the PTO. <laughs> All right, I think that calls it for headlines, but I would love to know. The haps. Oh, we're not calling it the haps. That's the haps. I'd love to know if any of you are going to take advantage of those cheap Europe flights. Or the new Hulu Live. Yeah. I st- I, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on it. But we'll see. We'll so see y- how the plot develops. Send us an email at uh, thetramcast at gmail.com and let us know. Or you can find us on Twitter at thetramcast. We also have on Twitter and a little bit via email. Facebook, we're, yeah. yeah we're, we're so really happy that, that you guys are interacting with us and we look forward to continuing the conversation. Yeah, so let's jump in. One one question for Ask the Trams this week. Nice, easy one, a lob. We're going to just tap it. Not quite. So Ashley asked, what is more difficult? And John, this goes to you first. What is more difficult, leading confidently or submitting graciously? Um, okay, it's a marriage question. and a Well, co- I don't know. That doesn't necessarily have to be a marriage question. I, I suppose so. I think in our context, it automatically becomes a marriage contact, or marriage question. Yeah. But I would say <clears throat> that that does not always have to be a marriage question. I, I suppose you don't have to be married to submit to someone or to lead someone. So exactly. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. So it might be interesting to think about it purposefully not marriage, but that's probably not what we're going to do. Well, it just doesn't matter. Which one is it? Leading More difficult con- for you, John Trammell, to lead confidently or submit graciously? I find it easier to submit to a confident leader, a confident, competent leader. So if I... D- I think you're really, like, dodging... No, no, no. Dodging? I'll, I'll, I'll answer your question, but if, if, a, if a leader is a competent and confident person, I find it more easy to, to submit to that person. But there was no easy in the question. It was asking you what's more difficult. Therefore, for me, as someone who t- attempts to lead things, um, but is also grossly aware of all my shortcomings, I think leading confidently, especially because I don't know where I'm uh, is the is the harder? Can I get thing. that in writing? No, no, you, you absolutely. <laughs> can. I guess you just recorded it. <laughs> okay, repeat. Sorry, I cut you off. I, I think that um, leading confidently is more difficult for you yeah. in general. I think that the the stakes are higher. Hmm. If you're leading confidently, people are probably going to follow you, and if you screw up, that's going to affect a lot of people. Yeah, and it's going to like remove any chance you have of ever leading confidently again in the future (laughs) oh i don't know i think i think that there can be great situations when leaders fail and if they fail well yeah yeah i agree i totally agree where you you completely don't lose your follower base and you it makes you a better leader so 
So you said for you, more difficult leading confidently as a general rule. I think so. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's the universally more difficult thing because maybe for other people submitting graciously might be more difficult just based on their own personality. What about you? What do you think? Well, firstly, I want to say, I think that you're a good leader. Oh, and (laughs) it is way more difficult for me to submit graciously just right off the bat. And not just to you. I think in most situations, I'm a control freak. You're type A. I'm type A. And if I might say you're confident, competent. Thank you. I, I hope so. I try to be that. And I think it's just my tendency to take the reins. And (laughs) so I would say it's much more difficult for me to submit graciously. And I think I like the way that Ashley worded this question because it's not just about leading. It's about leading confidently. And it's not just about submission. It's about submitting graciously. Because I, I, can, I can submit. Just but about I, anybody can grit their teeth and submit and curse under their breath. Exactly. And so I think that that's actually a great challenge for me to think about. How am I submitting when, mm. I, when I need to submit? Mm-hmm. And so... Ashley, thank you for your question. Thanks for a great question. Really great question. Eternal favorites, they could just be what we're loving right now. Right. And so, uh, Feriel, how about you go first? Well. What, what do you love right now? I am loving the Whole30. And I know that that sounds crazy, but I am really loving it. This is probably our fourth or fifth round of the Whole30. I would but say sixth, but we failed once. We quit like we've, a week We've in. failed a couple of times. This might be our sixth round, but maybe like our third or fourth real round. Really doing it. Yeah. So... We it's January 2017. We wanted to be able to reset. For those who don't know, the Whole30 is a diet. It is a diet. It's more of a dietary reset, I would say, because it's a lifestyle choice. It's <laughs> it is, and I'm loving it. So there. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Why? Well, some of you may know the Whole30 is pretty intense. You can't have. So here's the list of no-nos: no dairy, no sugar of any kind. And that includes any kind of sweetener, so honey, maple syrup, none of that. No grains, including corn. Corn's a grain. Sorry if I just broke your world. No beans, no legumes. No happiness. <laughs> no dairy. No joy. No dairy. So yeah, it's a lot of it's a long no list. So you pretty much get, you know, proteins. So what what can you eat? Meat, uh, Vegetables. Oh, only me. Yeah, no, no. It's the bacon diet. You can't have bacon, but as long as your bacon's not processed with sugar. Most bacon is, people. Just so you know, it's cured with sugar. Check and your you don't labels. Know it. Check your ingredients list. So you can have meat, good fats like coconut oil, avocados, uh, nuts, fruits and vegetables. It's it's really not even root vegetables. Even root, even potatoes. Oh so I'm loving it. I, this is. What is this? January 12th, we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, you know, we're almost halfway through. Yeah. 
this round of the Whole30 and I feel really good. My energy levels are up, I'm sleeping well, and I, I knew that these results were going to come because we've done this before, yeah. but it just feels good. Yeah. And I feel like this time in particular, we're really well prepared. We're we, spending time yeah. meal planning and prepping. We're going grocery shopping together. $2,000 a month on groceries. That's and not true either. And, stuff like that. and we're saving a lot of money because we're not eating out. We actually, I looked at the budget this morning and it looks great. Yeah, we're actually paying less money a month. We're paying more on our grocery bills, but we're paying so much less because we're not doing as much eating out. And we're not eating as much because when you're filling up on the right things, like, we had salmon and cauliflower rice for dinner. And I feel fine. I feel great. I'm munching on these bloobs, though, so if you guys hear me with my mouth full, bloobs. We have some blueberries. So anyway, that's my number one is I'm just, I'm loving the Whole30. So awesome. if any of you listeners are curious about about that, I wrote a post um, a year or two ago on com about the Whole30, and in that post are a bunch of resources that can point you in the right direction. Otherwise, you know, Google Whole30 and you'll find a bunch. It's it's great. Is there a link at that post on ferialshmarial.com to uh, your Whole30 recipe Pinterest board? There might be, but I'll also put all that in the show notes. Show notes. Show notes. Cool. All right, John, Your num- what's your tram fave? Your my first number one. one tram fave is my new Apple Watch. Ooh. Um, I... I went back and forth a lot over the last couple of years about whether or not I wanted an Apple Watch. Back and forth a lot. Yeah, it drove Therial a little crazy because she was willing to get it for me for my birthday last year, and I couldn't decide if I actually wanted it. He was a waffling. Yeah. Uh, but now that I have it, it's, it is, I, I love it for the fashion. I love having the, the accessory there, but I, I also really enjoy the functionality. I told Therial that I think that by getting this Apple Watch that I would end up staring at my phone less uh and i it's incremental but i i I will say i think i have been i think Hmm. i've been looking at my phone less because i can check notifications on the device and then i don't get the automatic distraction to oh let me just multitask over to the facebook app and scroll through there for a minute it you think it will give you less screen time inevitably yeah i think so that is a big that can be my next tram fave. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's what, what I'm more hoping for is it's going to help me to gain greater freedom over self-distraction, hmm. self-interruption. That's something that as uh, I've gotten more into screens in the last few years, I've noticed plagues me a bit more. And it plagues all of us. If we're honest, if we do a little bit of self-reflection, uh, those of us who are, have really embraced the digital age, you have a smartphone and a computer in front of you, you self-distract, you self-interrupt. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, you can't work for more than like 10 minutes at a stretch without feeling the itch to go check Facebook. You know there's no notifications because your phone hasn't dinged, but you still want to go and scroll. Well, and I think, I know at least for me, I use it as like a reward system. Like I'm going to work on this report for 20 minutes and then I can go check my stuff. Right, right, and right. And so I Get I that totally, dopamine hit. Yeah, I totally get that. Okay, well, that's you're loving the Apple Watch. Right, that's my number one. We, we're we're, we're going to go for another one. We're going to do two yeah, tram faves. Yeah, two here. tram faves. What do you got? What's your number two? My second one is Grove Collaborative. The Grove Collaborative. The Grove Collaborative. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that is an online home and health store, maybe? I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> 
I'm not selling it very well, but I love it. (laughs) Tell me why. So it's a, you go to shop there. (laughs) Yes, because it's a store. Because it's a store. They're based out of San Francisco, and what they do is they have curated. Wait, wait, wait. I have to go to San Francisco? No, it's online. Okay. And they have curated. Their products are all good for you home and health products. So when I say home and health, I mean uh, cleaning products and soaps, shampoos, face creams, even things like paper products, toilet paper, trash bags. So things that I think we typically get at like Target or Walmart. Those Swiss cake rolls. They don't have those. Home and health. Home and health. And and so and a lot of baby like stuff and okay. body stuff and lotions and the reason I like Grove Collaborative so much is because they're committed to only offering products that are good for humans, like good for our bodies. There's no chemical additives. There's nothing, you know, harmful as, okay. as far as I've ever seen in any of their products. So they only partner with companies that are good for humans and good for the environment. Oh, interesting. So I really appreciate that. And they ship these products straight to your door and they offer great discounts. So oftentimes I find that like the Mrs. Meyer soaps that we keep in the house. They're cheaper than they would be at Target. They're like a dollar or two cheaper than they'd be at. Yeah. And they offer free shipping if you join their VIP program, which is like a once one time fee. VIP hashtag. And they they give you free shipping no matter how much you're ordering. And I've noticed we get little free gifts. Yeah, from they time send to time. free gifts all the time or because they'll toss we're in a candle or something. Right. Oh, and that's what I was gonna say. The candles that they make, because the Grove Collaborative does make a few of their own products. They mm-hmm. don't just partner with other companies. They make a few of their own products. The candles, their soy candles, are amazing. They're my favorite thing right now. I love them. The vanilla and sandalwood. It's just wonderful good so that was my trans fave number two cool well what about you john my number two is and my number two is going to be a sort of extended uh, i've got i've got a little bit of a presentation for our listeners because i think what i've got to share with them would be really beneficial and i'll preclude that by saying um is preclude the right word i'll preface that by saying preface something preface is good i'll preface that by saying that we're not we're not sponsored or anything we're not doing this as these aren't commercials they're just we we have a lot of things that we love and we find our joy completed in a sense in sharing that love with other people so what we're doing is we're just hey you're sitting at our dining room table with us and we're giving you this great product recommendation or this great uh, service that you should try out just telling you about something that i love and so the thing that I, i my second thing that i love is the bible project Tell us about it. And plus sign, the Bible Project and the Read Scripture app. Okay? So this is a, 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 a bit of a thing. So I'm going to go back and tell you a little bit about these things. The Bible Project, which started almost three years ago, is the brainchild of Pastor Professor Tim Mackey and John Collins. It started as a series of animated videos that walk through the narrative of the Bible, book by book and theme by theme. Eventually, they partnered with Crazy Love Ministries, the, the Francis Chan's mm-hmm. group, uh, the Church Reality SF, and Bridgetown Churches. And 
um, those two churches were partnering together already for what they called a year of biblical literacy uh, to create the Read Scripture app. So Crazy Love Ministries, Reality SF in Bridgetown, these two churches, and the Bible Project all joined forces to create the Read Scripture app. And this app is a fantastic and free mm-hmm. app that interweaves the biblical text and the Bible Project's amazing videos to create a daily reading plan, which, is, which if followed, will allow the reader to read through the entire Bible in less than a year while watching videos which summarize the main themes of the books themselves and the entire Bible. And it's really good. Oh my goodness, the, just the, the navigation, the UI of this app is, is beautiful and simple and, um, and definitely, definitely vertically, it points you vertically toward mm-hmm. God. And um, the, the artwork is beautiful. The artwork is incredible. The videos are incredible. Really well produced. Yeah. Really beautiful. And and we found I found myself really learning things from this. Me I've too. Been a Christian for twenty years, been in and around church. I've I have a degree from a Bible college, whatever. I, I'm learning things as I'm interacting with the text in these new ways yeah. and the, these these artists and poets they're teaching me things and it's really fantastic. I totally agree with that. I've been really enjoying it. We started you and I yeah, started reading through on January one. So I mean we're only not even two weeks in, but really loving it. I really hope that we can stick to the reading plan. I plan to. I, I know. I we. Hope to. You're I right. think everybody plans to do things this time in of January, year. Right? Yeah. So, let's just be real. We're gonna. It's gonna be hard. Yeah. It's gonna be hard. But let me commend this to you, my listener. The app is called Read Scripture. It's free. You can find it in the Android Marketplace or in the iTunes App Store. It, and also, if you're just interested in the videos and just learning something about the books of the Bible and the themes of the Bible, the Bible Project videos can be found all together in one place on YouTube Yep. under the name The Bible Project. They're just, it's, it's really great. And so that's what I'm loving right now. I'm loving my, my daily time to read scripture yeah. and learn. It's really great. Yeah. And if you guys want to join us, we're, we're trying to do it this year. We're going to read through it on their reading plan, get through the Bible this year, and you can join us and let us know how you're doing. You can keep us accountable. If you guys sign up for this, please let us know how you're loving it. Yeah, it's a really great resource. Oh, and you don't have to worry about the fact that maybe you missed January 1st. It's it's not necessarily, you can set the start date in the app, like it gives you the opportunity to set the start date, and then it gives you the daily checkboxes for what Mm -hmm. you need to read that day. All the work is done for you. You just set what date you're starting on. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. And you can use it, um, as far as I know, iPhone, iPad, and Android. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. widely available. So, totally free. Check it out. The Bible Project. The Read Scripture. Okay. Um, that's... Tram phase. That's, that's tram phase. That's pretty much... That's almost it for our show we wanted to say one more time thanks for all your feedback online we yeah. heard from a lot of you that you said you love the show that you love the idea that you're excited for what's yet to come we still want to hear your feedback Keep my, my mom it. thinks we're cute oh she said she, she says she thinks we're cute a lot of people said that they love the music which by the way sarah produces every bit of the music that you'll hear on this podcast she is 
pretty awesome. Garage Band is pretty awesome. We want to acknowledge one more thing. We received quite a bit of feedback regarding the audio levels of our microphones and the mix between the vocal levels and the music in the last episode. We still have some kinks to work out regarding sound engineering. We're yep. not professionals. We're figuring this out. The trouble with the last episode was I think that the input level for one of our microphones was too low. That means Ferial's voice was nice and loud, but mine sounded very distant. We're always growing and learning, and hopefully this episode is better. If it's not, please let us know. Yeah, let us we know. We want to hear your feedback. Um, now, uh, so we have an issue that we want your help with. We, we, we need your feedback on this. We talked, we debated <laughs> earlier about the, the news segment, the haps, right? No, no, no. I want to call it the haps. Um, we, I do not. We, we're having trouble figuring out what to call it. I mean, tram news just sounds, it's not, it's not about us. Like, yeah. so it's just, so he, let me tell you a few of our rejected names as we were tossing around some names here. Because uh, as you can tell and see already, we really like naming things. Oh, we love naming so things. every segment of our show has a name. It's you know, to. tram faves, ask the trams. Um, I, we referenced the Canterbury tram Which last you didn't week. Hear this episode, but in future episodes, you might. Yeah. So, so the we need a rejected names for the news segment. Okay. Ready? The tram ticker. Which you. And then the news ticker. Yeah. I liked that until right, you I'm said like it sounded like tickler. The tram tickler. Which just, <laughs> I think of like the the hamburglar. The hamburglar. <laughs> <I'm the tram-tickler. laughs> um, another another rejected one was uh, tram lines. That sounds like tan lines and yeah. in, in awkward places maybe. Oh um, man. Another one uh, dollops. Now that was just. I love dollops. Terrible. Could, guys, back me up on this. Let's call the news segment dollops. No. So I've got a little dollop of news for you. No, no, no. Okay, so we, we need your help. We want we, What do you think we should call that segment? You can send us your responses via email. Again, thetramcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook as the Tramcast or on Twitter as at the Tramcast. And we do not vote for the HAPS. Oh, come on. The HAPS. Hit me. Let's, let's hear it. No. We value your input, and we will probably read some of your responses on the next show. Yes. I don't forget to leave a rating or Go. <laughs> I've gone Mike Kathy.